Have I been talking about Rodgers that much? Is this something that I've been doing to the point? In Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it! In the Big Ten Championship! He's in And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. We're going to sneak the Cardinal thing in here. It's just laughable. Season's over. I'm done. And Eric Fry. Carson Wentz was down with the sickness as he's dealing with an illness. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in, a good a Thursday tea out there. It's Thursday, September 28th, 2023. It's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. Coming up here on the uh, program, of course, got some uh, good stuff lined up for you. Of course, we'll be hitting up on uh, the local sports uh, from around the area yesterday and uh, last night, including all of those uh, golf regionals uh, that happened in the boys' side of things. It'll be the girls' turn uh, today for that, so we'll get you set for those regional matchups. And we'll also look at, since it's after Wednesday, the new polls came out for high school football. We just looked at the uh, playoff picture as we enter week number six, and so uh, we'll get to the polls and see where our area teams uh, stack up uh, there and see if the teams that weren't in the polls finally get some respect mm-hmm. possibly but we'll see and we'll check on that a little bit later of course we'll update you everything on a major league baseball last night as well as uh, another roller coaster wild ride that is the uh, playoff postseason race and uh, cubs well they're trying to find a different ways to not play in october but uh we'll We'll talk about it. We'll discuss it as uh, afternoon baseball coming at you today. 2.15 is when the uh, Cardinals and Brewers will match up right here on 98.9. So we got about an hour of ESPN radio and then right back to the Cardinals. And Travis, uh, coming up in the pod, we have a NASCAR update. NASCAR update? Yeah. An important NASCAR update. It's something for 2024. Well, that's more than we've had over the last couple weeks. Not the whole schedule. But it's a race on the schedule. Mm, so we'll take a look at uh, that. Looking forward to that in the uh, pod. And also, you know, it's middle, well, not really middle of the football season, but there was something significant that happened in the uh, Basketball Association yesterday as well that we'll get into. And we'll also get to uh, Coach Hefner of the uh, Hearts coming up in the uh, podcast as well. And, uh, Coach Watkins from the Cumberland Pirates coming up in the pod, too. So 
those are uh, coming up in the uh, podcast, so uh, stick around for that. Of course, you can find that pod wherever you find your favorite podcast, iTunes, Spotify, website, fmradio.com. And if you're already listening to it on the uh, pod, well, you know the perfect place to uh, find us. So we appreciate uh, that. All right, uh, so uh, we need to jump right in to the show and get things uh, going uh, today because we got a lot to dive into. And uh, so let's get it started and let's hit it up with First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And only a significant move could be made to grab the headlines, you know, when it's right in the thick of a football season and the NFL and ESPN needs something else to talk about besides the Cowboys and the Jets and the NBA delivered something yesterday that came out of nowhere. Well, we knew that Dame Lillard possibly would be on the move, but the latest report that it was the Raptors that was the favorite the Heat was also talked about. Nope, neither one of those two landed a Dame. As it's going to be Dame time, paired up with Giannis Antetokounmpo as Dame Lillard lands with Milwaukee in a blockbuster out of nowhere trade. It, it was out of nowhere, Travis. And uh, Milwaukee was not a team that, you know, I heard a lot of rumblings about yeah. or anything. Didn't um, even think this was a, a possibility. Yeah. And then uh, I got the uh, breaking news notification from ESPN yesterday, and I was like, the Bucks. Yeah. Wow. But let me tell you, Travis, why this is uh, – well, first of all, tell the, the whole trade, the whole thing. Yeah, so uh, the Bucks ended up just getting Damian Lillard, yes. uh, but there was also uh, three teams involved with this trade with the Portland Trailblazers, the Phoenix Suns also were involved in this as uh, Portland actually got Drew Holiday and DeAndre Ayton. Uh, Holiday, of course, from uh, Milwaukee, Ayton from the uh, Suns, and then also got Kamara as well in a Milwaukee 2029 unprotected first-round draft pick and an unprotected Milwaukee uh, swap rights in 2028 and 2030 uh, with a team uh, said later in their release mm-hmm. as well. And the uh, Suns, they acquired uh, Nurkic from uh, Portland. Uh, they also got Grayson Allen as well, Sarah Little, uh, Little, and Keon Johnson as a part of the trade package mm-hmm. as well. So uh, Suns sneaking in there with uh, DeAndre Ayton yes. uh, as well. I, I think, Travis, this is one of those rare trades where everybody wins. I don't look at I don't look at anyone and say you're a loser in this trade. I think everybody won in this trade. I think Portland got better with Aiton. They're going to get better because they're going to get draft at uh, capital for Drew Holiday mm-hmm. because right. they've already started talking with teams. Right, yeah, that's another part of that. That yep. uh, Woj said the Blazers are expected to engage yep. in contending teams and trade talks yep. to move Holiday there. Uh, so obviously the Bucks got better adding Dame. Oh yeah, they got tremendously better. And, and I think that the Suns even got better because I think Nurkic is better than Aiton right now hmm. for what the Suns are trying to accomplish, for what yeah. the Suns have built as that team and how they're going to play. Aiton didn't fit. 
Yeah. With Katie and with Booker and Chris Paul, and he didn't fit. Right. Yeah, I mean, you, you might be right about that. I think if you just matched them up one-on-one, I think Aiden is a better yes. player. But yes. uh, I do I, I do see that point of, you know, it's more what they want to run in that system. So mm-hmm. maybe it, it will work out uh, for the best and, for them. And Aiden, you know, the year the Suns made to the finals against, ironically, the Bucks. That was Aiton at his best. His production has declined the past couple of years because he right. has been less utilized. Yeah. Because we've seen the rise of Booker. They got KD. Like, yeah, it's definitely not what Phoenix was hoping for and, after that finals appearance. And he's been vocal about it. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was another case of he's going to go to Portland. He's going to be the guy in Portland. Mm-hmm. And that's what he wants. He wants to go somewhere and be the guy. Right now he's gonna yeah, be the guy. He's gonna have that opportunity. And for the Bucks, Travis, this is great twofold because you know what this this also tells me about the Bucks. Uh, that they want to keep Giannis around. Yep, that's exactly right. That Giannis, your complaints, everything you've said has been heard. We are working to keep you here. Look, mm-hmm. we just went out and got the biggest trade chip out there that's been floated around all summer. Right. And so I think this is a great move for the Bucks. It obviously makes them, I think, the top team in the East, right there next to Boston. But I'd give the slight edge to the Bucks right now. But I I think that this is this is a win win for everybody. Yeah, I think it's a huge win for Milwaukee, not only just acquiring a Dame and uh, you know the kind of uh, big thing about uh, Giannis is that. Uh, you know, obviously his free throw shooting, but uh, he did win that championship. But all, he's always talked about does he have the killer instinct or whatnot. So uh, in crunch time, the one person that you can turn to is Dame. Obviously, because of Dame time, mm-hmm. he just got ice in his veins. So that's something that could work out there. And for Milwaukee, you didn't have to give up Chris Middleton. You nope. didn't have to give up Brooke Lopez nope. or any major thing like that. Uh, obviously, it hurts with Drew Holiday, but hey, you upgraded that position with uh, Dame Lillard, yep. and um, you know you got some other pieces that could slide in there to replace guys like uh, Grayson Allen yep. and whatnot. Now let's let's look at Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. If there's one team, Travis, that I am thinking of right now, well, there's two. One I'm a little bit more biased towards than the other, and the two I'm things, sure. teams, I, I mean, I guess you could say three. There are three teams who should be calling the Blazers right now. Those three teams would be, for me, the Heat, mm-hmm. the 76ers, in yeah. connection with the Clippers, to try and swing a James Harden, Drew Holiday kind of deal. Yeah, the Clippers definitely, I think it would be uh, getting involved as well. And the Bulls. Oh, yeah. The Bulls should be calling right now, because Drew Holiday is the perfect guy to slide in in that ball role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he would be good for yeah, Chicago. I think he would be as well. But I don't know if they're going to do that. Right. So the the team, Travis, to me, that is sitting here looking like absolute morons this morning, Miami Heat. Travis, oh, yeah. when you think about it, Dame wanted to go to Miami. Donovan Mitchell wanted to go to Miami. KD wanted to go to Miami. These are all guys that they had on their short list of wanting to go to Miami, and they end up with none of them. Mm-hmm. Not a soul. Right. If I'm Jimmy Buckets, I'm going, what am I doing here? 
uh, well, he's already uh, took to social media and took to Instagram and doing what uh, the heat culture does and complaining and crying about uh, tampering and whatnot. He went to that, Instagram yeah. and saying, yo, NBA, man, y'all need to look into the bucks for tampering. Y'all didn't hear it from me, which we are hearing it from you now, uh, but I heard it from somebody. And so uh, he doesn't land a player. It's always tampering and whatnot. So. I'm not going that far. I don't think there's any tampering or anything like that. But if I'm Jimmy Butler, I'm sitting here and I have to be going, what am I doing here? I It can't just be me every year. Mm-hmm. Because we've seen he himself cannot carry a team to a championship. Right. He's done everything that he possibly, yeah. possibly could on a couple of different occasions. Yes. He's gotten him to the finals. Mm-hmm. But he can't, yeah. he can't get over that hump on his own. Right, and exactly. the Heat are not making efforts to bring people in. It feels like. Right. Well, there is a report by the Athletic that the uh, asking price for a Dame was just too high for the Heat to consider it. Uh, the uh, the Trailblazers were reportedly asking the Heat for Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo in their first trade call center around Dame Lillard per the Athletic. So. I mean, I don't know. Bam may have had to have been involved because obviously they were trying to swing something uh, with a with the Suns. So uh, Center was involved in a trade somehow. But uh, I mean, yeah, if if you're gonna acquire Dame Lillard, you obviously want to keep Jimmy Butler. Right. Pair him with that, but um, I guess the asking price was just too high. That, then it shows me your commitment. Yeah. Right? I mean, Dame, yes. Is he on the downhill? Yes, he is. He's not what he once was. Is he still probably a top five point guard? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he still probably the biggest clutch player in the league? I would Mm -hmm. put him in the top five. Oh, yeah. Easily. Right. But I think the the question, Travis, going back to the Bucks and how good they can be, and I've heard a lot of – talk this morning about that to me it has nothing to do with Lillard it has nothing to do with Giannis to me it is what version are we going to get of Chris Middleton mm, yeah are we going to get the Chris up. Middleton who is an all pro as he was a couple years ago or are we going to get Chris Middleton from last year who I think maybe averaged 10 points a game he was battling through injuries. He was. Hopefully he can get fixed. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he is fixed. But to me, that's that's what's going to hold the Bucks back. Right. So, yeah. But I, I, overall, I give everyone – I give the Bucks an A. I give Portland a B, and I will give the Suns a C. Right. As far as grading this trade. Sure. I give Miami an I have no problem with that. <laughs> Well, yes, of course. Uh, but, you know, definitely a top two in the East, uh, the Bucks joining with the uh, Celtics uh, as, you know, they acquired a Porzingis this uh, offseason, pairing him up with Al Horford, Robert Williams the yep. third, and, of course, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Yep. And Jalen Brown signing that long-term yep. deal there. So maybe the Celtics may have a slight edge just because of last season and um, being – the proven track record and whatnot, and I'm we not a don't. In Porzingis, and we're done. Yeah, I guess it's true. That all depends on whether you me. believe in him or not. Yeah, yeah. 
that's that's valid uh, there. But uh, no matter what, the East, hey, it should be fun again as we got a couple of good teams here. You know who else has failed in this trade, Travis? Who's that? James Harden. See what happens when you don't go and run your mouth and you just once say, hey, I think I'd like to be traded, and then you just sit tight and let the process happen? You end up getting traded. (laughs) Yeah, and James Harden is trying to do his best to get away. He's not going to, Travis. Nobody wants him. And, uh, yeah, another a team that I would possibly lose in this trade is the 76ers yeah. as well, like Joel and B just sitting around. Hey, you know, it's, uh, I'd like to acquire somebody Yeah. to help me. Yep. <laughs> and I'd like to get rid of this guy who doesn't want to be here. Yeah, exactly. Nope, said he's still here. <laughs> yeah, nope. He'll probably be here. Most likely. Unless the 76ers straight cut him, which I don't see that happening. No, I don't think they would do that. But... Yeah, so uh, Dame Lillard, also another part of that is, I know this is not technically a super team, but you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And, well, now you're joining up with another superstar. Anyways, after all those years ago, saying that you don't need a superstar. Yes, and I knew you were going to bring that up. I knew you were going to bring that up, Travis. Things change. They do. So that's why you don't say that. But that's why you don't ever say that. That's how he felt at the time. Because he was the one guy who was stuck, you know, who was loyal to where he was. He was the one guy. Mm-hmm. And now he sees it just like a lot of other players have seen it in the past. I'm running out of time. And in the NBA, you're only judged on rings. Mm-hmm. That is the end all be all. Yep. And with the Blazers going through another rebuild. Right. He wasn't going to get anywhere close. Oh, yeah. That's true. At the time when he said that, Travis, I agreed with him. 100%. I didn't want everyone to join up. But he's not the player he was then. He can't carry a team on his own, let alone a team that is going through a complete entire rebuild. Yeah. He's done that plenty for the Blazers. Mm-hmm. If there's anyone who we should tip our caps to and say job well done for taking the least and getting the most out of it, it's Dame Lillard. Mm-hmm. Cause there were some of those Blazers teams that made the playoffs and you're like, it's Dame Lillard and them four guys. And he yeah. had guys come through who would help him. And then they get traded away. Mm-hmm. You think of, you know, Rudy Gay. Yeah. He's one um, of them. Um, he's now in new Orleans. Um, now in new Orleans. Yes gonna bug me i can't zion no well zion but he was never a blazer travis mm-hmm. that's the only guy i know from new orleans no brass top of my head uh people are probably yelling at their devices right now however they're listening to us saying you should know this cj mccollum yes thank you he was there he was a fine two he was with yeah. Lillard, and they traded him mm-hmm I understand you're going to hold him to his word forever. I will. And he's never going to satisfy someone like you. Because that's what happens when you put it out into the universe and uh, the internet remembers it forever. And uh, be prepared for receipts. Times change. People change. Situations change. Yeah, I know. You don't hold it against them. Well, that's why you don't say stuff like that. So, 
Just be just be prepared for it to, to come back. We all make on social media, Travis, and say stuff in the public we should. That's right. And that's why you don't say this stuff on social media. That's why you don't use that platform like that. But Dame, I support you. I'm glad you're going to a contender finally. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see Dame Lillard make a long run in the postseason. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely cheering, cheering for him to finally uh, accomplish that ultimate goal. Like he was definitely a player that deserves it. His name. No. Is he gonna be like Kevin Durant getting a title? No, I don't think I had an asterisk next to his name. Anyways, that was somebody else on the well, show. Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so but I was fine. It, then why are you holding on to this? Because I want people to remember it. People remember it, but things change. Times change. How they many do. times have we heard athletes saying, "I am gonna be here forever, and I'm never leaving." Yeah. And then whenever their contract comes up, someone offers them more money and they walk out the door. Mm-hmm. All the time. Right. All the time. It's part of the sport. That's why I shouldn't it's part say part of it. business. Yeah, that, but that's why you shouldn't even bring it up. So. Well, because of this, I'm mad at Kurt Warner for leaving the Rams. He should have stayed a Ram forever. They gave him um, an opportunity when no one else did, and he went to New York and became a giant just for the money. Yeah, you know, there was uh, also him and his uh, wife were out there welcome uh, in uh, St. Louis and no longer got a, uh, along with uh, Coach Martz uh, there, so that's kind of what caused that divorce as well. So uh, that is uh, outstanding factors uh, was decided in that, and ultimately his career ended up all right with the Cardinals. Uh, but he sucked as a giant. So everything worked out, and the Rams have never been the same since. So there you go. Uh, that's the, the curse we brought on ourselves I don't hold there. it against you, Dame. <laughs> Travis just, will forever never hey, let you go. Hey, I'll never let it go, and uh, just just win, baby. Just win that championship. Hopefully you do it in Milwaukee. And right now we'll uh, step away and we'll return on talking some uh, local sports from last night and what happened in the uh, boys' regionals there and who's going on to a sectional play. Coming up next here on the Star Lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. This is Lucas Crenning with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together we can save lives. Your trips to Rule King just got more rewarding. Say hello to Rule King Rewards. Earn points with every purchase you make in-store on farm supplies, feed, clothing, tools, and more. Get a $5 reward for every 500 points. The more you buy, the better it gets. Don't waste another minute. You can be earning points right now. Sign up at the register today. It's totally free and easy. Reap the rewards at your neighborhood Rule King, America's farm and home store. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands. 
at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. And now... Mike Trout uses HGH, though. That's the only reason why he's good. I was going to say, is he still the best player in baseball? Yes. Even with all his injuries? Why? And the- because people don't talk about him because he plays for the Angels. And they're going to continue to not talk about him because he still plays for the Angels. And he signed a long-term deal. And he doesn't play an entire season. And he can't make the postseason. And he doesn't. Because the Angels stink. Play the whole season. The starting lineup. I think you have to play a majority of the season to be the best player. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Let's take a look at uh, some uh, local sports from uh, last night and yesterday. Let's take a look here. Some uh, local basketball, junior high basketball, that is, North Clay. They defeated uh, South Central 20-15 in varsity action. In uh, volleyball, it was uh, Paris over uh, Salt Fork in three sets, 25-15. Salt Fork won the second set, though, 25-17. Paris uh, won the third and final set, though, 25-18. In the South Central, it was Hillsborough over uh, Greenville as uh, Hillsborough was in a tournament there as uh, they won that one in the fir- in the uh, first game 25-23 25-20 and uh, they also defeated Inberg 25-16 25-17 uh, yesterday in uh, soccer a couple of matches here uh, Hillsborough uh, shut out FEM 3-2-0 uh, and uh, Metro East L- uh, Lutheran defeated Piasol 4-3 uh, but really the me and the potatoes of the matter yesterday was uh, golf regionals for the uh, boys side and we start off in a class 2a here in the town at the fem country club it was the fem regional and fem was a victorious as the hearts took home their third golf regional title in a school history and they shot a low 309 and mattoon was right behind him with a 312 and charleston was a 314 so all three of those and all the top three teams in sectionals are in the regionals advance on to a sectional play. So FEM Mattoon Charleston moves on, and this was a close match uh, throughout the entire day, as I have been told. Uh, Max Segrest for FEM was the medalist. He shot at six under there at the country club, 66 was the score, and that was the lowest score that could be verified by FEM. So uh, Max has been really good all season mm-hmm. long, and he uh, was the medalist for the original play. And then also, uh, we played the country club before as they're on a 16. Uh, that's the par 3, 180-yarder, and Evan Pryor for FEM had a hole-in-one. saw that. So there he, there he is on the website mm-hmm. holding up the, the ball next to the flag. So that was a crucial part of the match. Mattoon was leading by one stroke at that point, and then uh, he sinks the ace, and um, 
helps FEM yeah. win of the year regional. Congratulations. Uh, there. Yeah, for sure. And uh, some advancing individuals, uh, Reese Glover from Alney and also Aiden and Niels from Alney as well. They both shot 76 and uh, 77s. And uh, Nathan Rich from uh, Robinson will advance on as an individual. A couple of players from uh, Mount Carmel and uh, Paris as well. And um, all the scores are up from that regional on the website. And Class 1A, McLeansboro, Hamilton County Regional there at the Green Hills Golf Club. Uh, the uh, top three teams that are advancing uh, there was uh, Hamilton County with a 330 and a Totopolis with a 320 and a St. Anthony with a low 283 there. The medalist for that was Dakota Flag for St. Anthony shooting a low 70. Uh, there we had uh, Grant Fulton from Newton advance as an individual there and also uh, Michael Kennedy from Newton as well shot an 82 that would be advancing as an individual there as well and in the class 1a Decatur St. Teresa regional at Hickory a point golf course the top three advanced here North Mac with a 373 advanced wins two straws finished in second but they'll advance with a 368 and first place was Leroy with a 359 there the medalist for the event with a low score of 79 Brent Busher uh, or Bushu from Sullivan advances on, and he'll advance on as an individual uh, there. Also, had some other area individuals advance uh, there. So, uh, Class 1A Alton Marquette Regional at Spencer T. Olin Golf Course. So the top three advanced. It was Litchfield advancing, but that was the only area team that advanced. They had a 324 Marquette Catholic and Metro East Lutheran. Um, Metro East won the uh, whole thing. They finished in first with a 318 there and also had the medalist for the match as well, but did have a couple players from Vandalia advance as individuals. Connor McCall, uh, he shot a 73 to advance on and Jonah Beasley had a 74 to advance on for the Vandals as well as an individual. And in Class 1A at Tuscola Regional at Iron Horse Golf Club, it was the top three that advanced. It was Champaign-St. Thomas Moore winning the whole thing, 308 they shot. And that was uh, St. Joe Ogden finished in second place. They only, only had a 351 there. And Marshall advances on with a 363 there. And R.J. Mateas for Marshall had a 70. That was a medalist for the uh, tournament and uh, we also had a couple of players advance there Jack Julius from a uh, Casey advances as an individual he shot an 89 and will advance on on a couple of players from Tuscola also Carson Hall from Casey as well shot a 92 but advanced as an individual there in the class 2a Taylorville regional at a Lakeshore golf course it was a Bethalto Civic Memorial advancing the 354 Second place was Stun with a 349 advances and Waverly advances as well, taking home first place with a 3 of 45 uh, there. And did have a couple players from uh, uh, Hillsboro uh, advance on uh, there. Colton we uh, Weiss had a 79, uh, Therese Thacker had a, a 90, and Carson Walker had a 91 to advance on as an individual as well. And the Class 2A Champaign and Centennial Regional at University of Illinois Orange Golf Course. It was Monticello finishing in a third, advancing on. Mohamed Seymour was second with a 306, 
where they advance on in Springfield to Sacred Heart Griffin with a 300 took home first place there and also had the medalist for the day as well. Mount Zion finished in fourth place, just missing out by one stroke. Oh, 3.17. Uh, one stroke behind Monticello there, but they do have uh, four individuals that are advancing uh, on uh, there. Aiden uh, Barnett from the Braves. Uh, Tommy Whitley uh, advances. Carson Oliver and uh, Connor Graves as well, all from Mount Zion advance on uh, there as individuals. Uh, there and we have all those teams yes. scores over there on the website as well. Just click on our local sports tab over there and check out all the results from these regionals mm-hmm. uh, there. And we'll update you on a sectional play a little bit later on. Uh, schedule for today in uh, baseball, you got Topless matching up with uh, St. Anthony in a rivalry game. You got Chrysler Rock Lutheran at North Clay, Dietrich hosting Woodlawn. And uh, for seating purposes, this is important uh, for Neoga and CHBC there in baseball. In volleyball, we also got the rivalry with St. Anthony and Topless tonight as well. You got North Clay, Clay City at Windsor's Two Straws. Yoga is at CHBC as well, and Dietrich is at Altamont there, and as I understand, it's a peak out, pink out game oh, nice. there for Altamont, so uh, break out the uh, pink gear for that one and raise money for a good cause mm-hmm. over there in Altamont tonight. Uh, Taylorville is host, or they're at Effingham. Charleston is hosting Mount Zion, and Mattoon is at Muhammad. Cumberland travels to Argenta. Newton hosts Robinson, and Casey is at Lawrenceville. Uh, we also got Vandalia at Litchfield. And uh, girls golf, the regionals uh, begin uh, today as well at the uh, Country Club and FEM for the St. Anthony Regional. It's Altima, FEM, St. Anthony, Totopolis, Casey, North Clay, Oblong, Olney, Pena, uh, Robinson, and Shelbyville, Vandalia. They'll all be there with a few other teams as well uh, today at the ECC, mm-hmm. uh, the Macon Meridian Regional at uh, Mawequa Golf Course in Mawequa. You got Arcola, Oka Valley, Charleston, Decatur, St. Teresa, Macon Meridian, Marshall, Central A&M, Mount Zion, Tri-County, Paris, Sullivan, Taylorville, Tuscola, Villagrove, Windsor, Two Straws. So all area teams represented there in that regional. Um, and you also have the Auburn Regional at Edgewood Golf Course in Auburn, Illinois. You got some teams from the South Central, Carlinville, Hillsboro, Litchfield, Staunton, North Mac, and a host of others as well will be joining them there. And the Rantoul Regional at Willow Pond Golf Course in Rantoul. You got some teams from the Apollo there. You got Lincoln, Muhammad Seymour, and Mattoon all will be there today as well and same goes for the girls as the boys you can check out all the full results uh, later on uh, tomorrow uh, morning they'll be posted up there and in soccer tonight you got Mount Zion there at FEM Charleston hosting uh, Mahami Oscar Arthur at Argenta Vandalia at Lincolnwood and in cross country you got Argenta and Central A&M they're all at Monticello and also got a big me at Robinson for the Robinson Invitational. It's St. Anthony, Altamont, FEM, Dietrich, T-Town, Cumberland, North Clay, CHBC, Neoga, Charleston, Mattoon, Newton, Casey, and Marshall. Paris are the teams involved in that over in Robinson. And you also got FEM hosting Casey in tennis action. And Newton is at Mount Carmel. Paris hosting Mattoon and Charleston 
at Shelbyville. And again, you can check out the entire schedule on the website, fmradio.com. But we continue talking uh, local sports here, and we uh, get to uh, the uh, high school polls entering week number six, where our area teams uh, stack up in the Associated Press Top 10 coming up next here on the starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Hi, it's Steve Mann. Have you heard the commercials for the Mark Patrick Stop Smoking Seminars? And they said only $49.99 and it could work for you. So I thought, that's not even a week's worth of smoking. So I went. And guess what? It did work for me. You know, my friends and family are still amazed. I quit smoking. I didn't have cravings, anxiety, or weight gain. Listen, I don't know how it works, but I know it works because I'm living proof and it's 100% guaranteed. So what do you got to lose? I'll tell you what you got to lose. A very bad habit. Join Mark Patrick Seminars and stop smoking now without cravings, irritability, weight gain, or your money back. Early bird special, only $49.99 guaranteed. Hypnosis designed to work without anxiety, irritability, or weight gain. Early bird special, only $49.99. Become a non-smoker. That's right, seminar Saturday, September 30th at the Holiday Inn in Effingham. Stop smoking seminar 2 p.m. Weight loss seminar 11 a.m. Sign up at markpatrickseminars.com. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym for a while. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. Lower T. Yeah, I went through it a while back. Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone. I got Nugenics Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again. At work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text FLASH to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text SLASH to 321321. That's SLASH to 321321. And now, where this is the furthest Effingham has gotten, and how many times? I'm going to get blasted for getting this wrong. Who wants to go first? Well, I'll go first. Semis once. Travis. Third round, three times. Semis once, once this year. The starting lineup. Like I said, by next week, it'll no, be completely No, no, that's wrong. Well, I mean, okay, no, it's not. It's okay. Everyone gets $5. Jesus. Oh, that was so stupid. 
on 98.9 The Game. So stupid. <laughs> thought this was a freaking trick question. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The Cardinals received a positive injury update on Wilson Contreras. Manager Marmol told reporters yesterday that the Cardinal slugger won't need surgery on an injured left wrist that ended his season over the weekend. The team originally expected Contreras to need a procedure during the offseason before the catcher got a second opinion from a hand specialist in Arizona earlier this week. Contreras hit 264 with 20 homers, 67 RBIs in his first season with the Cardinals. The Blues continue preseason play with a game against the Blackhawks at the United Center tonight. Blues are coming off a 3-2 win against the Columbus Blue Jackets on Tuesday. They're 2-1-0 in exhibition play this season. Science game gets underway at 7.30 p.m. Anthony Richardson took a step in the right direction on Wednesday. The Colts rookie quarterback returned to practice for the first time since suffering a concussion in Week 2. Richardson remains concussion protocol, but was listed as a full participant and took the first team reps. The head coach there also confirmed that center Ryan Kelly practiced Wednesday and is still in concussion protocol. Indy is leading the NFC South at 2-1 and will host the Rams in Week 4 at Lucas Oil Stadium. The Colts are hopeful their star running back is getting healthier despite his desire to leave the team. According to ESPN, Jonathan Taylor, who's nearing his eligibility to return from the pup list, still doesn't want to play for the Colts. Taylor has been looking for a long-term contract extension and requested a trade from Indianapolis during the offseason. 24-year-old has yet to play at least eight games this season on the final year of his rookie contract. Welcome back in. Not really. Okay, he has to play at least eight games in order for this year of his contract to count. If he doesn't get eight games in this year, it will not count. He will not be a free agent. He'll move his free agency back here. Mm-hmm. So that's gotcha. something to keep an eye on. If he keeps saying, I don't want to play for the Colts, the Colts just be like, fine, you're going to stay here another year then. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, so that was uh, Eric Fry with the uh, Sports Center hit right there. And uh, you know what time it is now. It's time for the polls. Time, time for, for the, the polls. As that bumper just alluded to. As uh, we start off in uh, Class 1A here, as Lena Winslow is still reign supreme, and they're still number one by a wide margin there, 130 points on Forreston. Number two, they're at 106 points uh, there. Uh, not much has uh, changed here in the uh, polls, or at least at the uh, top. Uh, Morrison and Greenfield Northwestern, they were tied for fourth last mm-hmm. week, but Morrison is there all alone by a wide margin. Uh, there, uh, you also got uh, Fulton who flip flopped with uh, Kwani there with uh, flip flopping with Even nine at three and ten. Yeah, yep, nine. <laughs> uh, jumping up there, giving the edge over an undefeated squad. Yeah, Eric's favorite. Um, and then also some others that are receiving votes. Category uh, Casey receiving eight votes there. Uh, Leroy with five. Uh, Saint Beatty who played uh, Tuscola earlier, they received a vote. As well, Cesar had three there. In a Class 2A, Moreau Forsyth, they're still up at the top of their number one, 13 first place votes. And he had Bloomington Central Catholic move up a spot to number four. Knoxville jumped up to a five. Uh, Johnson City stayed the same at six. But then right behind them is a team that uh, leapfrogged a couple of squads, Shelbyville, yep. in at number seven. So they rose two spots. There were yep. nine last week. There, so Shelbyville, number seven in 2A. Having a great season. Yep, and it looks to roll on this weekend. We heard from Coach Duckett earlier in the week as well. 
Uh, Athens took a loss, so uh, they dropped from four to eight there. Uh, Rockridge also fell a spot to nine and a new team in the top 10 there. Uh, Farmington, uh, they were the ones that were on the outs. They got 12 votes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Breeze Marta Day receiving five votes. And Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond received one vote in yeah. Class 2A. But that was the first time that I saw Ala it is. on the uh, voting yeah. category there. So that's good. It is. It's an improvement. Yep. So at least I can't argue. And there's two teams that are four and one. There's no three and two teams. So nope. Nothing real messy there. No. So uh, in a class of three A, Eric's other team of Byron yes. is still reigning supreme. They're still number one. Uh, there they stay the same. Uh, Montini still at two. Uh, Princeton uh, j- did jump up a spot to three. Wilmington up to four. St. Joe Ogden. They fell from three to five there. Probably took a loss. Yep. Uh, Stanford Olympia jumped up a spot to six. Uh, Roxana jumped up two spots to eight. Williamsville stayed the same at nine. And DeCoin is was not ranked previously, but they jump in there at number 10. And just missing out on the polls is Greenville. Yeah. They're receiving 18 votes, so just one vote off after their win last week against Pena good to see them there and Mount Carmel also received five votes as well in class 4a Rochester still sits up top there number one I see Catholic there number two uh, and not much has changed here honestly uh, Morris is still three Richmond Burton still four uh, Rockford Bolin is at five Mount Zion is at number six, so they stayed put there. They're comfortably there at number six. Uh, Carterville still seven. Murfreesboro eight. St. Lawrence they're still number ten uh, there, and Breeze Central received a vote there. And in Class Five A, Crystal Lake Prairie Ridge they're still number one overall there, and uh, Morgan Park actually jumped up from uh, five to three there. Uh, uh, Springfield Cigar Griffin, uh, they're at number five as they jumped up up a spot there. Peoria jumped up two spots to six. Um, It was Antioch jumping up a couple spots to a number eight. Wheaton St. Francis, uh, they are at three and two, and they are previously not ranked. And uh, Julia Catholic, who took uh, their second loss of the season last week, uh, they are also down there as well, and they went from three to ten there and Morton who defeated Muhammad Seymour in week one they received 23 votes and speaking of Muhammad they are receiving 15 votes in the polls so uh, hey they'll be matched up with a number six team in class 4a uh, coming up tomorrow and we'll preview that matchup on tomorrow's show and Highland is also receiving nine votes there in class 5a and Eric's favorite three and two East St. Louis is still up at the top number one overall in class 6a again texas is all i'm saying there and right now we're going to step away and uh, we're going to take a break and we're going to close it out we're going to talk about closing out with baseball speaking of closing out that's something that the cubs have been hard pressed to do and that's what we'll talk about coming up next to close out the show the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios we'll be right back 
In 2021, the Effingham County Sheriff's Office received over 200 reports of fraud, forgery, and scams. This is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons reminding you that if someone contacts you that you don't know with an offer that sounds too good to be true, it is. Please shop with our local trusted area businesses and craftsmen who work hard to maintain their reputation. If you think that you've been the target of a potential scam, call your local police to report it. You may prevent someone else from being taken advantage of. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank. And Totopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. At the Home Depot, Saturdays are about two things. The one-of-a-kind wood-fired flavor of a Traeger Ironwood XL grill. And football. That's right, Desmond Howard. Get fired up for the game in just a tap with Traeger's intuitive touchscreen. Then throw on your favorites and monitor the grill from anywhere with Wi-Fi technology. So you spend less time staring at the grill. Which means more time for football. For football. Upgrade your Saturday with Traeger and the Home Depot. How doers get more done. It's Wrangler season out there. T-shirt days, denim jacket nights. A pair of broken-in jeans you could live in. Open roads, endless horizons, no destinations. This is when adventure starts calling. And you need to be ready in jeans that are made for the unpredictable journey that we call life. Wrangler, for the ride of life. Shop our newest styles today at Wrangler.com. And now, the starting lineup. I would not love to see number 25 off of Albert's bat go into the street. The pit. Swing and hello, 4th of July. Take a ride on that knockdown pitch, big boy. Kerry Wood knocked him down. And now Albert looks at him as he goes around first. He gives him a glare. Say, take a little whiff of that, big boy. And now, Kerry Wood takes a look at Albert as he touches them off. Give it to him, big boy. Give it to him. That's how you play baseball. On 98.9 The Game. Hello, 4th of July. Take a ride on that knockdown pitch, big boy. Big boy. Big boy. Back in uh, to the starting lineup here on 98.9. The game, we're only here on 98.9. We're just a little bit longer. But, of course, we have uh, just enough time for some uh, Major League uh, Baseball. And, like I said, uh, closing out the show, something that's been pretty hard to do, closing out a baseball game for the Chicago Cubs lately. And, it, Eric, they did it again. They did it again. Yeah. As uh, the Braves walked it off last night, as they lost, the Cubs lost in ten innings, mm-hmm. six to five against Atlanta, sure and did. had another uh, error yep. at second base. Yeah. And ah, Braves won it again with the bullpen, again blowing another game. Yep. 
I, I don't know what to say anymore. And now because of that, you're behind the Marlins. So I I am about I think in the fourth of the five stages of grief. Yeah, I bet um, just going through the ringer as of late. I'm I'm Travis. This team is not making the postseason. <laughs> You just, Eric, you just said it. Yesterday. Yesterday. I know. You're a positive Eric. Yep. And now. Now I'm realistic. Now he's back. They're They're realistic. They're not making making the postseason. Well, they're technically tied for the Marlins. Yes, but they don't own the tiebreaker. I know. Losing record on the road. They're 37 and 40 on the road. Their final four games all on the road. That's not good. No. And maybe Atlanta. You know, now that they've clinched one, because they clinched the one they seed did, last time yeah. with that win, maybe now they rest everybody. But doesn't matter, because your pitching staff is, as the liner just said, throwing up meatballs. <laughs> you know, we have the one saying throwing batting practice. That's what it feels like the bullpen's doing for the Cubs lately. Yeah. So, I'm... This, this team, it was a good ride, like I said, a year early um, than where we should be. Uh, but... Uh, uh, it, it's over. Uh, no, this can't be this one-day turnaround. It's over, Travis. Uh, mm. uh, did I not say, I said at the beginning <laughs> of this week, you had to take two out of three in each of these series. Mm-hmm. Instead, it looks like you're going to get swept. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. Because you can't hold a lead. Yep. So I'm I'm giving up. Oh no! I'm giving up support. I'm not supporting this team anymore this season. Oh Sorry. no! Sorry. Um, I, I guess the Blackhawks are are doing okay. So you know, Strowman's on the mound today. I don't know what I'm going to get out of him. I don't know. He's still coming back. I don't know what to expect. Hmm. And this is his first start. Uh, well, the Braves are not throwing out Strider or anything. AJ Smith, uh, Sawyer. Doesn't matter. Never heard of them. The starting pitcher's been good for the Cubs in this series. The bullpen can't hold it. He's 20 years old. That's what you got facing Ridiculous. that. Ridiculous. And uh, also, I know I got I caught a little bit of flack yesterday for uh, making fun of the uh, Cubs in their uh, fly ball, especially with the uh, Cardinals in the last place and now wearing close, sniffing a postseason berth. But don't you worry. Cardinals' time will be coming. I'm still working on something. Oh, I can't wait. For the season. I can't wait. So, don't worry. It, it'll it come back to me. No, no. I'm, Travis, this, this Cubs team, if they don't make the postseason, is going to be up there, I think, with one of the most epic Cubs collapses of all times. Right up there with the uh, 69 Cubs with the Black Cat and the Mets, and, and they were in the division lead, and then it all went away, and they missed the postseason right up there with the 89 Cubs and Leon Durham letting the ball go through his legs out there in San Diego. This is going to be up there with that. Yes. Because they have been in the second wild card, not even the third. They've been in the second wild card for almost the entire month of August and most of September. Mm -hmm. And the final week, you're going to blow it. You're going to go on your worst stretch of the season. Yep. The final week of the year. Right. Absolute worst. Worst time. And and we Worst said timing. it, and, and I felt it in my gut, Travis, that the Cubs had to lock this up before the final week because of their opponents. And compared to the teams chasing them and who they were having to face, mm-hmm. the Cubs had to lock it up before the final week. And they didn't, and now it's biting them. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Just uh, all coming apart. Yep. 
here at the very end. So, uh, and then of course we don't have a, a lot of time to discuss it because there's a lot to unpack there with the, uh, particularly in the uh, tenth inning with uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, stealing his 70th bag Amazing. of the season and then uh, taking a time to celebrate and taking the entire second base bag out of the yep. ground and lifting it over his head, which uh, we just played yesterday, the clip of Book Shambi and mm -hmm. whoever the color commentator JD. is, JD, that's all I know. Um, but they had a big problem with him celebrating uh, his mean, 70th bag, especially – the Cubs are fighting for a playoff spot here, and you're going to take the time to celebrate like this. I don't have a problem with Stop it Stop the all. game. I don't have a problem with it at all. Let's get going. I think, Travis, that is some announcers that are feeling like me and seeing a possible postseason run and this whole team collapsing, and they're looking for an outlet. Right. And Acuna just happened to do that. When you do something that's never been done before, 40 and exactly. 70, never been done, you take the time to celebrate it. Exactly. No one complained when Ricky Henderson did it. He took the base out in the middle of a game when he got the all-time steals record. Mm -hmm. No one said a word. I don't know if either team was fighting for a playoff spot, but doesn't matter. Um, and also has that too. But of course, it's the Cubs broadcast. What are they gonna do? What are they right. gonna say? Uh, but it's also just screams old men yelling yep. at kids having yep. fun playing baseball. Yep. that's what it does uh, to me. To me, without a doubt, um, Acuna Jr. should be the MVP. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. With especially with the Braves, mm -hmm. how well they've been doing. So yeah, I think that's a slam but dunk there. Before we get out of here, Travis, congratulations by the way to Miguel Cabrera in that game that got suspended yesterday. His five hundred eleventh home run. Yeah, he did. Still going. That's yep. why. There's nothing better than seeing someone on their way out still performing good, mm -hmm. still hitting home runs. Right, yeah, that was one of his last. Gonna be one of his last games. It's one of his last games. Um, let's see, where do they finish up at? Uh, well, I guess it's the last homestand. Yeah. So they got three more with Cleveland. Yep. So maybe it's not as special as I would. Him and Terry Francona on Sunday. Better They better um, change the uh, the manager cards. Right, yeah. The Cleveland gave uh, Francona a nice ovation yep. the other day. Yep. And uh, the players and everybody wanted to make sure that Francona got his – proper send-off yep. uh, there by not allowing him to go back in the dugout and kind of surrounding him there so he didn't so he could get more of a reaction so i, I also saw justin turner uh got an ovation from the the red sox fan i didn't know is he retiring uh is he just leaving boston he was there for like I mean, two think, years <laughs> i think maybe he's contemplating retirement I gotcha think. Okay. but i'm not sure well yeah so i'm, I'm sure we'll we'll talk more baseball yeah, we'll update we'll update the standings yeah. uh, okay. there as well because uh, we're up against it here. Also coming up in the pod, we'll have the NASCAR news and my nomination, Travis, for Dummy of the Week. Dummy of the Week. Yes. Okay. Coming so up. <laughs> that's exciting. And we'll get to that end of the pod. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Carlin versus Joe. Enjoy. And then it's St. Louis Cardinal Baseball at 2.15. So I'll talk to you in the pod. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. <laughs> 
Welcome back. Welcome back in to the starting lane. We'll turn down those headphones a little bit there and blow out these, uh, these headphones. Yeah. But That's okay. Yeah. It'll happen eventually. Yeah. Yeah, things are better now. So welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. We still got more stuff to uh, clean up from a baseball perspective and take a look at where the uh, standings are right now and the other races that are going on. We also uh, got that little bit of a NASCAR news as well that Eric's going to unleash on us. And he's also got a new segment apparently as well that I wasn't aware of either. Uh, Dummy of the week. Yep. And uh, we'll also hear from Coach Hefner from... The FEM Hearts talking about their matchup last weekend, their upcoming homecoming game on Friday, or that would be tomorrow, against Taylorville. Mm-hmm. So we'll hear from Coach Hef in a, just a little bit. But before we get to that, is there anything on SportsCenter that you wanted to get to? Yep, the Rams are hoping that Cooper Cup could make his season debut against the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, be on the lookout for that. That's good. That would be tremendous. Uh, Sean McVay told the media on Wednesday that Cup is, quote, ramping up his workload. So be on the lookout for that. Looking forward to it. Bryce Young is expected to play this week. So there is that. So the Panthers will have Bryce Young. Uh, Jets head coach, as well as a number of key veterans, are agreeing with what Aaron Rodgers said in his recent criticism. Quarterback DJ Reed said Wednesday that Rodgers is right when calling out his teammates for showing frustration on the sidelines. So there you go. Star quarterback said during his weekly appearance on the Pat McAfee show that the team needs to, quote, grow up a little bit. Yeah, and there's a lot of dissension in that locker room with the quarterback situation, apparently. Defense not too happy with uh, the loyalty to Zach Wilson. So, Hmm. the further destruction of the Jets. Well, Travis, if I remember correctly, um, there was once a quarterback who went from Green Bay to the Jets, got injured... And then the next year was gone from the Jets. Mm, did Brett Favre get injured? He did. He missed the last two weeks of the regular season. Oh, the last two weeks. Oh, the last couple of weeks, I think. Two or three. Well, still, Aaron Rodgers is going to miss the whole season. Well, yeah. So. I'm just saying. I don't, think, repeating. I don't think it's quite exactly the okay. same, but. Uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are both fully healthy for Clippers training camps, so be on the lookout for that. That means um, that in four seasons with L.A., Leonard and George have played a total of 142 regular season and postseason games combined. So this year, that number will probably be about 162 because they'll eventually get injured again. Right, yeah. That's why Drew Holiday shouldn't go to the Clippers. Yeah. Um... Alex Cora isn't doubting his return to the Red Sox next year. The manager said on Wednesday that he will be back with Boston next year. So mm. that's what uh, he's saying. Um, let's see. Any other news and notes I got for you? Oh, Travis, this is huge. This is big. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift is expected to be in attendance for Sunday night football. Yes. He's expected to be there. NBC uh-huh. is happy. Yep. But I did see a funny Facebook thing that says uh, that they can't believe that Taylor Swift is using the stardom of Travis Kelsey to try and help her fledgling I know. music career, which is failing. How dare I she? I know. How dare? How, How dare, dare her? She? Yes. <laughs> yes. NBC, uh, big smiles on yes. the executives yes. for 
uh, her being in attendance this Sunday. Also, we talked about this, Travis, but it is official. The XFL and United States Football League intend to merge as the two spring mm-hmm. football leagues made the announcement on Thursday. The XFL backed by Dwayne The Rock Johnson after he and two other partners bought the league from the original owner, Vince McMahon, and the USFL launched last year after the first version of the league folded in 1986. The merge is subject to regulatory approval, so not approved yet, but it's heading that way. Yeah, the XFL needed to recoup some of their losses here and try to partner up. I don't care what they call it. Call it XFL, call it USFL, whatever you want to call it. There better be Battlehawks in St. Louis. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, I think the the proof is in the concept. Yeah. I think think there will be. I mean, I think it's a good to combine them because the USFL, if I remember correctly, was like in one city. I think so, yeah. And so they had all the teams that were named after different teams, but they were all in one, I think it was in like yeah. Alabama, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I know one year it was. I don't know where it was this year, but so yeah, it was one centric location. That's not going to work. No. So you need to combine the two. Because I remember USFL having lots of backing as far as hype mm-hmm. and commercials and stuff like that, more than the XFL did. Yeah. So if you can combine the two, that'd be good. Yep, looks like that's what is is headed towards yep. there. So there you go. That is uh, Sports Center. All right, that's your Sports Center. So uh, let's get to uh, cleaning up some Major League Baseball. Oh, one other thing, real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, no grudges as Travis Hunter hang hanged out with Colorado State's Blackburn. Mm. So Travis Hunter went yeah. bowling with Henry Blackburn. So no grudges. Knocked mm-hmm. me out, injured me. We're gonna go bowling. <laughs> Hey, I'll send him to the hospital. Cost him two games. Going bowling. Going bowling together on Wednesday. Throwing some strikes. Yep. We'll solve all the issues. Yep. Maybe that's what politicians need to be doing. Maybe. All you need to do is just go bowling. Uh, Hunter and Blackburn connected shortly after the game, and Hunter invited Blackburn back to Boulder and grew up and attended high school. Colorado State defensive back uh, Ron Harges III, whose brother Isaiah plays for Colorado, helped the two players connect. Their Wednesday meeting will be part of an upcoming video for Hunter's YouTube channel, which has 252,000 subscribers, as both players donated money for their bowling game, with the winner selecting a charity that will receive the proceeds. So it wasn't about anything at all about burying the hatchet, Travis. It's all about the views. It's all about charity and views. all about the views. Of course. If he didn't have a YouTube channel, these two would not be bowling together. They may not be bowling, but they could meet up. No, it's all about the views, Travis. All about the clicks and the views. All about the clicks and the views because that's how you get your NIL deals. It's true. Yep. So, yeah. That's what it's all about. I, I'm I'm mad now that I read this story. <laughs> I, I thought it was genuine, bearing the hatchet. Nope. All about the views for the YouTube show. <laughs> yeah, you, you should have just stopped when... You saw that they went bowling and they buried the hatchet. You should have just stopped there. But now it's ruined. Yep, I did. My bad. You ruined it. All right, so now let's clean up uh, some uh, baseball from uh, last night and yesterday. Uh, the Mets and Marlins, they got rained out the other day, so uh, they had a little uh, doubleheader. The Mets, they won the first one 11-2, to uh, but then the uh, Marlins won the uh, uh, second game of the DH as the, they beat the Mets 4-2 to two to even things up and split things with the Metropolitans on the day, but most importantly, tying things up there with the uh, Cubs in the final wild card spot. 
race. Uh, the Diamondbacks, they got the uh, shutout. They move a little closer to uh, playoffs as they shut out the White Sox 3-0. to uh, zero. Yesterday, the uh, Reds, they give Terry Francona that nice send-off. They're in uh, Cleveland, and the Reds, their playoff hopes cling to life as they're one and a half games back now of the third and final wild card spot with that L. And the Rays, they win 5-0 to a zero over the Red Sox. And what did the Orioles do? Well, they didn't play yesterday, it looks like. Oh, yeah, they did. They beat the Nationals. So, again, two and a half games, Baltimore leads. But the magic number is down to one. So, at least that's good. Can finally get that wrapped up. Um, let's see. Anything else here? The uh, Yankees they shut out the uh, Blue Jays six to zero as Garrett Cole throws a gem and a two hitter on the day. There kind of wraps up or one of the leading contenders to win the AL Cy Young, and so he made a strong case for that mm-hmm. yesterday. Um, I don't even think I mentioned that the Brewers beat the Cardinals. No, we did three to two, but in a game that doesn't matter for either squad. Look at the lineups that they're trotting out here, and yeah. look at the people that were in attendance last night in Milwaukee. It was pretty, pretty pitiful. Mm-hmm. But but it always is. Yeah, that's what you get for when you teams clinch, and then the other team actually fills up your place, doesn't travel because they stink. Uh, the hey, Rangers. North this weekend. Cub fans head up to. I Milwaukee. bet they will be. I bet that's why it'll be filled. No, not not if they're out of it. By well, then. they'll still be in it. I think so. Uh, the Rangers they got the shutout five to zero over the Angels and the Astros eight to three over the uh, Mariners. So that puts the Rangers on the brink of a playoff position and. Uh, so gives the Astros a little bit of an edge in the wild card. Now against the Mariners now, Seattle one and a half games back of Houston. So Seattle clinging to life there. Uh, Rangers do have a two and a half game lead on the Astros there. Games are going on today. The Diamondbacks wrap up here in the afternoon against the uh, White Sox. Um, see Detroit and Kansas City will continue their game. Uh, Milwaukee and Cardinals tonight, or this afternoon, Corbin Burns for Milwaukee, Dakota Hudson for St. Louis, uh, Zach Wheeler going for the uh, Phillies, but they already got that wrapped up, so that one really doesn't matter. Chris Sale for the Red Sox, Kramer for Baltimore, trying to clinch the East, uh, Toronto, Chris Bassa against Luke Weaver, Luke Weaver pitching for the Yankees, hmm, who knew? Uh, the Marlins in New York. Uh, Lazardo going for Miami against David Peterson for the Mets. And the Rangers starting that final game or final series of the year with Seattle. Jordan Montgomery going for Texas. Logan Gilbert going up for Seattle. Uh, it looks like the Astros are idle this week or this day. day. Is where is te- where is Houston? They're finishing up with Arizona to close out of the year on the final homestand or final series, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, 
let's see. I didn't mention the Padres. The, the Padres are clinging to life. They won five to two in extras over the Giants. So, extra inning win for San Diego. Looks like they're idle today. As well, they start a series with the White Sox to close out the air on Friday. So, all right. I think that wraps up baseball. Yep. There. For the season. Well, no, not for the season. We still got a little bit more to go. And I saw a commercial this morning. Postseason starts on Tuesday. The first wild card series game. For some teams. You and me, our teams will be sitting on the beach. <sighs> oh, yeah. Drinks ready. Oh, yeah. Cardinals will. They're ready to go already. Cardinals will be in Florida or yep. somewhere playing golf yep. Yep. Uh, by that point. Yep. The, uh, the, they already got their tee time the set ice, for Monday. The ice is in the glasses. <laughs> yeah, they already got their tee times for Monday. Both of our teams are ready to go. I mean, if, if I were a St. Louis Cardinal, I would just not want to do anything. I'm not doing anything on Monday. Sorry, honey. I can't help with the kids. <laughs> I can't take them to school. I can't help them with their homework. I'm not doing anything after this long season, yeah. long, miserable season. I ain't well, doing nothing. If you're one of the top players, though, I would have gone to Marmol and been like, I'm not doing anything this weekend. I Don't put me out there. Don't put yeah. me in the lineup. I just want to. Cardinals will try him. I just want to come and I want to show show my appreciation, Adam Wainwright, and and that's it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is all this weekend is. Yeah, it's a celebration. Yep. Of Wayno. Yep. Nothing else. So, guys, concert on Saturday, fireworks show on Saturday. Of course, the retirement ceremony. Will be there. On uh, no, not unfortunately not. Thought you're going to the concert. No, I would I would like to, but I got some prior obligations oh, on man. a Saturday, prior commitments, and I think it was on Sunday, it might be Saturday, uh, that they're giving away that little uh, mini guitar. Oh, there you go. It's kind of like a ukulele. So you can strum it during the concert. I think it's more like a ukulele more than yeah. anything, but um, it's still pretty cool. That you can be part of it. Part of the, part not, of the not of a everyday promotion that you get. No. Mm-mm promotional item so yep but alrighty what are we moving on to next Travis let's see uh yeah that's actually on Sunday oh, okay so the night after the concert that's yeah. horrible marketing that's first uh, first 25,000 fans 16 and older celebrate the legendary career of Adam Wainwright with this exclusive guitar on Sunday October 1st uh we'll take home a 21 inch guitar it's a must-have item. Size. I mean, yeah, it's it's basically like a uke a ukulele size. Travis, I can't make it any bigger, but horrible planning. It looks cool. You need to have it on Saturday. Well, that was kind of a last-minute thing, I think. I I don't think it before the season they were planning on having a concert, and I don't think they were having a plan on well then they having didn't do a, a good job a promotional item a promotional item on October first. Usually it's a just a free ticket voucher. Well, and the magnet schedule. Probably thinking that on October first there'd be fans there to celebrate a championship or to celebrate clinching something. Mm-hmm. But nope. Usually for the Cardinals, you're not having to force people to come in in October. Yeah. Nope. You can kind of see where yeah. I hold it up there. Yep. Still pretty cool. Yep. See it on eBay. <sighs> yeah, I think there's already people putting up on pre-orders. Yep. Yep. For it. Um, I don't know why I had Twitter open. There was something that I was going to look up on Twitter, but 
Uh, we can get to uh, X. Oh, that's what I was. Nope, I'm still calling it Twitter. Okay. I don't care, Elon. Okay. I'm not doing it. I'm not conforming. I thought it was down today, and I thought Reddit was down, and then it turned out it was just my phone needed to be reset. Yep. Yeah, like thanks for updating that on my phone. Now that that X notification for Twitter, it kind of looks like that I have a missed call. Ah. <laughs> Who calls? Nobody. Who calls anymore? Nobody. Why do I have so many missed calls? Oh, it's just an X notification. Yes. Like I have two right now. There you go. I don't know why I get these suggestions like this. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes says he met Taylor Swift at Travis Kelsey's party, according oh. to TMZ. Oh. <laughs> why that's important? It is important, Travis, because it gives us a timeline that now Travis Kelsey is showing Taylor Swift <coughs> off to his teammates at a party. You cannot deny that this is now a relationship. When you start Hello. showing off with the family and with your coworkers. It's a relationship. I mean, yeah, I, I, but I kind of agree with some people who said it's a little early to be meeting the parents when you're just technically quietly hanging out or quietly texting. It's, nope. a, it's a little bit too early to meet mom, nope. personally. Nope, but, because you want to get in front of the, the, the hype train. You want to get in front of it. You you want to be in control of the narrative, Travis. I guess, and I mean, what uh, two games she picked to watch Travis Kelsey against the Bears and the Aaron Rodgers Jets. Yep. <laughs> gonna see wins that's true that's that's true so uh all right before we get any further and before we uh, move away from anything more local let's get to uh, coach hefner here from the fem hearts talking about the uh, homecoming game uh this week uh, against uh, taylorville and uh, trying to right the ship after that tough charleston loss last week so here is coach hefner right now Travis Sparks here with FEM head coach Brett Hefner and uh, one of your favorite weeks of the year. It's uh, homecoming. So uh, how's it going for you, coach? Yeah, it hasn't been bad uh, today. Today is a little tough. Today's the day we lose a little over an hour of practice to have the parade. So that's not good to never enjoyable to lose, lose practice time, especially sure. when you're struggling to fix some things and all that. But, uh, you know, guys have, guys have worked pretty hard so far this week. So hopefully, even though we're shortened down a little bit today, we can get a good work day in. Yeah, and uh, trying to bounce back after that loss on a Friday to Charleston, it was twenty-one to seventeen, and it was a frustrating night. But the game started out actually pretty well uh, for you guys. Uh, you almost got a, a turnover there right on the opening kickoff, and then when you finally did get it, uh, you ended up scoring and getting the first points on on the board after a nice drive. Yeah, I thought we did some things well early. Um... You know, again, I think any time that you can score off the bat like that, we made a couple good decisions. A couple guys made some made some big plays. Uh, you know, to keep some things alive uh, on that drive, and uh, you know, but still just the same, just same story. Especially in the first half, just just a couple situations where. We didn't do very smart things and, and kind of put ourselves behind the eight ball. Right, yeah, and then uh, they responded after that. And then from there until like late in the second quarter, it was a game of uh, punts and turnover on downs by uh, both squads. So even though you guys were struggling offensively, uh, they were uh, as well. So you know, it was kind of like a defensive Yeah, it was. There. And defensively, we kind of settled in. The, 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 the first touchdown they scored, I thought we were soft at times. Um, you know, didn't didn't tackle real well and weren't real physical. You know, the I thought, uh, you know, at the end of the first half, you know, getting points on the board was key. But I think the part that was frustrating about that was we, you know, we, we get a long completion and then 
we scramble. You know, we talked about going into it. You can't take a sack. We know we had mm-hmm. the timeout left. We didn't want to lose yardage. Yeah. Scrambled and got down to the one-yard line, which we'd have gone for, but we had a penalty for being lined up incorrectly. So there's a difference in having a chance to go for a touchdown and having to kick the field goal. You know, it was big. You know, Michael got points. and I, You know, so at least that was a positive heading into the half. Right, yeah, and then uh, you kind of carry that over out of the locker room and you got uh, another score to start off the second half as well to give you guys the lead back. Yeah, I tell you what, you know, like as you said, you know, to start out, you know, your first drive of the game offensively ends up in points and then that first one to start the second half, yeah, especially coming off the field goal. I mean, there's 10 points there, uh, pretty pretty good swing, you know, and, and, and after we score, we do a good job of creating a stop. Uh, get the ball back, run two plays, get a first down, feel good about things, and then lay the ball on the ground on their side of the 50 mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, leads to an easy touchdown for them. You know, and the frustrating part about that was I think they were they were kind of teetering on if we put something together in that drive right. we were off to a good start that I think, yeah. I think they were going to be in trouble and instead we give them life and uh, uh, they hit us with a, not a trick play but it's something that we really – that we mm-hmm. hadn't seen them do on film. Yeah. It was a big momentum play for them, and then at least to them scoring, and then uh, we had our hands full. Right, yeah, and I didn't really even think about it at the time, but just how important that was of getting uh, points on the board of from three to six yeah. right before the locker room because it ended up uh, being yeah, it ended up being the, it, yeah, it ended up being the difference in the game, and then you know, uh, you know, we we had. You know the the last the last turnover the interception to end the game. Yeah. I mean that's it's not a hail mary situation, but it's pretty close. But sure. that fumble, and then we had another one in the next offensive drive, where you know we ended up running for over two hundred yards, and in essence lost three possessions. Mm-hmm. And so that's what was frustrating too, because we were kind of moving the ball as we wanted to. Uh, it was the highest uh, our offensive line had graded out in any game this year, mm-hmm. and you know Weldon was over a hundred, Gage was right at a hundred. And that was with losing three possessions. Yeah. And uh, so that's the other part of it that was frustrating. Right, yeah. And then uh, another frustrating play was that uh, great return there by Weaver yeah. to get yeah. into Charleston we didn't get, territory. Yeah, we didn't get points on that. points out of it. Yeah. But, you know, it was a nice to get him set up to yeah. that by, by the return by Weaver, though. Yeah, yeah. So another wasted one there, which is basically the equivalent of a turnover. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, so yeah. So those those were the frustrations part about it. You know, unlike modern day, I thought our kids competed. I thought our kids played hard, which in modern day is the only time this year that I didn't think we did that. But it's just frustrating to still continue to to, to do those non-disciplined things, uh, those that little attention to detail. That's the difference between winning and losing because you're playing good people. There isn't any margin yeah. for error. Right, yeah, and now you guys sit at two and three, so how do you get this uh, corrected coming down the street? Well, I think, I think the, the big thing is – the refocus, you know, I, I think, you know, homecoming might help a little bit, might help us get over the the kind of lingering effects from a tough loss like this. Right. You know, everybody wants to have a successful and good homecoming, you know, and I mm-hmm. think, you know, I think everybody wants to do well. I don't think anybody's, you know, make trying to make mistakes on purpose, you sure. know, stuff like that, but but we just have to be a lot more conscientious of it and shore some details up. Right, yeah, and then uh, the actual game, the X's and O's of it, it's against Taylorville, and they also had a good start to the season, but played the two tough opponents as well back-to-back, and so they're coming in uh, stumbling a little bit with three and two, so they're kind of fighting for their own Yeah, and, it, and, it's, well. and it's tough, you know, like the two games that we get from them in trade are two teams that don't do anything similar to us, so then it's hard to... 
you know, it's hard to get a feel for what they might do. You know, uh, they played a ton of young kids last year, so they're a year yeah. older this year. You know, the coach's son is the quarterback. Um, they do a really good job with their schemes uh, on both sides of the ball. Their kids play hard. They're very physical. So, um, you know, so we'll have our hands full again this week. Yeah, and even though it's homecoming, it's nice to be back at home, especially after the last two weeks in uh, Coles County. Yeah, it is. Anytime we can get back home, you know, our crowds have always been great in the atmosphere, and hopefully the homecoming crowd will, uh, you know, will be out in full force and should make for a great environment. Yeah, we're looking forward to it on a Friday night. So we'll talk to you then, Coach, and uh, thanks for joining us here. Sounds good. Thank you. Appreciate it, Coach Hef, for uh, hopping on to the uh, show. And tomorrow night, homecoming game against uh, Taylorville. Looking forward to it here for a pivotal game between both squads mm-hmm. uh, here. All right, so uh, we uh, move on, and uh, let's get to this new segment here, this new yeah. thing that you titled Dummy of the Week. Yeah. What do you got? Okay, so actually. Who's the Dummy of the Week? It- it, it, it's Dummy of the Week slash Dummy Hall of Fame. Oh, Hall of Fame worthy. Hall of Fame worthy. Because we're going to talk about someone. I saw this on the socials uh-huh. today. Yep. And I had to. I, I have to bring it up because it infuriated me so much. I think I may know where you're going here, but... And that is Mr. Kurt Schilling. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. I didn't see this. Kurt Schilling. First of all, before today... A lot of people would say he's a dummy. Yeah, yeah. And he's off his rocker. He is off his rocker. Off his meds. Okay. But I'm going to say it even more so. You Uh, are the lowest form of human scum, Kurt Schilling, that Mm. I know. Kurt Schilling has a podcast, which is news to me. Didn't know Kurt Schilling had a podcast. Who's listening to that? I sure as heck wouldn't but whatever everybody has a podcast everyone has a podcast now including us that's what you're listening to right now yeah we Um, appreciate it but and i'm gonna i'm gonna make you go and look for yourself because i'm not gonna say it on our podcast but kurt schilling made an announcement about a former teammate of his tim wakefield that's something tim wakefield is battling through right now and our thoughts go out to tim wakefield but it forced the red sox travis to release a statement Basically, the Red Sox released a statement saying that the the Red Sox today issued the following statement with permission from Tim and Stacy Wakefield. Quote, we are aware of the statements and inquiries about the health of Tim and Stacy Wakefield. Unfortunately, this information has been shared publicly without their permission. Their health is a deeply personal matter they intended to keep private as they navigate treatment and work to tackle this disease. Tim and Stacy are appreciative of the support and love that has always been extended to them and respectfully ask for your privacy at this time. Kurt Schilling, you are the lowest form of scum for bringing that up on your podcast. Mm. How dare you without right. permission? Yeah. That is not for you to make a call and talk about. Even And I haven't listened to it. Even if it's in a supporting manner, does it matter? You don't bring it up first. Right. Yeah, How that's dare true. you? Yeah, it's definitely not a good Never thing. Never going to be in the Hall of Fame. Good. <laughs> Get out of here. 
Right, and part of that is motivated. They don't know what he's going to say up on the podium as well. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty uh, low for him to do. I I did hear that uh, Tim Wakefield was battling some health issues, but I didn't realize the way that it was uh, revealed. Yes, it was uh, revealed via Kurt Schilling without the family's permission. Right, yeah, you got to have some permission there. What what an awful thing. And for everything I've heard, Tim Wakefield's a great guy. I doing some some looking on him on social media of a lot of people saying hey i've interacted with him he's totally you know he's a great guy we wish him nothing but the best and every everything like this but it's the fact that this was made public without his family's acknowledgement without them we talked about it earlier travis with taylor swift and getting in front of it they probably wanted to get in front of this and be the one to control the narrative on it Mm. and instead kurt schilling did this Mm. How awful. Yeah, I mean, when we were looking up when uh, Wainwright punched his 200th win, I had no idea that Tim Wakefield was a 200-game winner. Yep. yep. How about that? 4.41 ERA, but still 200 wins. I had no idea that Tim Wakefield was a 200-game a winner, and he has 22 saves in his career as well. The knuckleballer. Oh, wow, he played. I forgot he spent a cup of coffee with the Pirates, but obviously most well-known for the Red Sox, but they were 95 to 2011, and the famous knuckleball. Unhittable in games. Yes, yes. Depending on what and I see people, Travis, skill level on you were playing social on. media standing up for Kurt Schilling and someone saying um, uh, what he did in revealing uh, what is going on was wrong. It was not his place. Um Kurt Schilling also says some awful things. He didn't reveal this with a malicious standpoint. He did it because he's an idiot. Doesn't matter. Right, yeah. Whether an idiot, a jerk, intended, not intended, doesn't matter. You don't do it. Yeah, ignorance isn't an excuse. Yeah, it's that simple. So, Kurt Schilling, you can just go right off into the sunset forever. Mm, Forever. I'm out of here. Mm. It's actually even worse than that, but I'm not, again, going to say on our show sure what it is sure so there you go that is my dummy hall of fame and i don't think anyone is going to break it travis mm-hmm. he may be right. an induction of one well yeah you just said uh, all hall of fame uh the dummy hall of fame the dummy hall of fame <laughs> dummy yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that is not where i thought you were gonna go but oh, i'm sorry i to lighten up the mood okay. a little bit, to steer it back on course, I thought that possibly you were going to go with this story that came out of Pittsburgh. Did you hear about this, about uh, the guy getting I, trying to get in with a, an emotional what, support an animal? An emotional support animal that, that ended up being not a typical emotional support animal. Uh, an alligator. Yeah. Wally. Uh-huh. Wally the, the alligator, alligator. <laughs> was denied entry. Into the Pittsburgh Pirates Philadelphia Eagles game or Philadelphia Phillies game. Uh, denied entry Wednesday night. Uh, the fan identified by the Philadelphia Inquirer, Joey Hinney, arrived at Citizens Bank Park walking Wally on a leash, claiming the nearly five foot alligator as his service animal. The stadium's policy on support animals on the Phillies official website states certified service dogs or service dogs in training for guests with special needs are welcome. All other animals are prohibited. Photos and videos posted to social media showing Henny outside the stadium with Wally went viral. 
and accounts linked to Wally having grown on social media. Instagram account out Wally Gator Joey has nearly 26,000 followers as of Thursday morning on on Instagram and on TikTok. Wally the Alligator has over 100,000 followers. So, come here, Wally. Good boy. Come here. The emotional support animal, alligator. <laughs> I, I mean, some of these people, I, I don't know this guy's or this person's situation. Right. But, I mean, some of these emotional support animals yeah. are ridiculous. Like, yes. there's actual people, like service dogs, but there are actual animals that are trained yes. for this type of thing and with yeah. actual people in need and whatnot. Not only that, Travis, a, a dog. Whether it be a trained service dog or not, the odds of a dog eating you. <laughs> oh, it's only five foot. Doesn't matter. It's still an alligator. It's a little bitty thing. It's still an alligator, Travis. <laughs> five foot. That's, you know, some people would consider that average height for a male. <laughs> exactly. But imagine if you were sitting next to this guy and you had little kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. As a father, I would say I would not be too happy with that. No. You can't let something like this into a ball game. I mean, oh, it's, no. It's just Why would you even try? Why would you even think you could get away with this? For the clicks, Travis. For the clicks. Yeah, I guess. For the memes. I guess. See, there it is. There it is. There's Wally. Good old Wally. On a pink leash. Hmm. The world-famous Wally, emotional sport alligator, see, is what his T-shirt says. See, Travis, this was all <laughs> done for the clicks. It was yeah. not in serious. It was done for people like you to talk about it. See, mm. now I felt bad about the YouTube with the bowling video. Now you can feel bad about Wally because you just fed right into what they were wanting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we've I mean, been had today. Come on. <laughs> today we've been we've been bamboozled. We've been had. We've been hoodwinked. Yep. The wool's been pulled over our eyes. By Wally, the alligator. Wally, YouTube, Colorado, Colorado State. Uh, but Next, I'm going to find out that Kurt Schilling did have permission. It's the whole the whole thing. But one thing that on ESPN that I, that I loved, you know what they compared this to, right? What's that? The people at the ESPN News Services Department. Uh... This is a stretch of all stretches. They compared Wally's The Night Entry drew comparisons to the famous Curse of the Billy Goat involving the Chicago Cubs in 1945. Of course. It's just an animal that was denied entry into a game. I don't think Billy the Goat was uh, the emotional service animal no, at that time not. because guess what? Those things didn't exist. Yep. That word didn't even exist in 1945. Yep, he was not. I can verify that. But we know that if the Phillies don't win the World Series, we can now blame Wally. No, we can't, Travis, because we don't know if the owner put a curse that's on true. the stadium. Yeah, that's, that that's, only happened because he put a curse. Yes, he said that there will never be another World Series played at Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. So... Unless the guy with Wally said that there would never be another World Series at Citizens Bank Park, hmm. yeah, I didn't, see, I didn't, uh, I didn't hear if they had an interview with okay. the person afterwards. So maybe we can get some connections. Yeah, so maybe we need to. to maybe we do. Maybe yeah. get him on the show. Yeah, Wally the Alligator. Let's see Wally. if we can get Wally on the. Uh, oh, you can have on fun the show. with that one, Travis. Oh. I'll let you take that one. <laughs> 
It's just a cute little support animal. Nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> don't go near gators. Crocky. But, yeah, it's an alligator. Whether animals or fans Ooh. of Florida. Ever, you've had an alligator, right? No. Never had alligator. It's pretty nope. good. It's on my bucket list. Yeah, it's pretty good. On the bucket list. Just never found a place that oh, was... like anything authentic or anything, but... What I had was pretty good. I mean, who knows? It could have just been chicken. Right. I think it would have been like, hey, this is See, alligator. That's the thing. I want to go to Florida or Georgia and, <laughs> yeah, and try it. Some authentic. Like, yeah. <laughs> somewhere where it's legit. Yeah. You know where you're getting. But yeah, so that's where I thought you were going to go with that. No, I, I was but. going with Kurt Schilling. <laughs> you went super... I was trying to keep it sports mostly related. Well, this is sports related. Alligator tried to get into the game. Well. Sports adjacent at best. Next time, he'll just have to purchase a ticket. That's right. So, you think Taylor Swift would let him into a concert? Mm, no. Yeah. I can't imagine all those girls, <laughs> the screams. That'll. <laughs> that's a good way to keep keep people out. <laughs> hmm. uh. All right. So, uh, what's this uh, NASCAR? NASCAR oh, yeah. news that we got. Big news, Travis. NASCAR news. 2024. We know a race in the 2024 the, schedule. The schedule is here. No. Oh. A race. Ah, just one race. One race has been officially official. Mm-hmm. And it's not even a points-paying race. Yes. The uh, the all-star race is going to be back at North Wilkesboro. Oh. Hmm. Which we all kind of were thinking. We thought maybe they'd get a points-paying race. But no, it'll be the all-star Just race. the all-star race. Um, it'll be the uh, weekend of the uh, in May. So it's going to be May. 17th through the 19th. They're going to have a truck series race again. But the, the one big news, Travis, is that they're actually going to repave the track before the race. It'll be the first time it'll be repaved since 1981. So that surface is going to get repaved, hmm. get more grip to it. Could put on some better racing than what we saw this year. But, uh, yeah, that's that's it. We're still waiting on the whole schedule. Ah, but the All-Star Race is figured out. The All-Star out. Race is in stone. We know what's happening with it. Oh, that's good. Yep. We just need the other parts, the we fill We just in. need the other 36-odd races. <laughs> I mean, we know the Daytona 500, and we well, know the yeah. season's ending in Phoenix. Yeah. We and we know, know that the things. Bristol races will both be on concrete. Mm-hmm. And I think that's about it. I think that's all we know right now. As far as Cla- the clash, don't know anything about the clash officially. Don't it's officially know anything about the Chicago street course. Don't officially. We know that the Coke 600 will be at Charlotte, but we, and I would assume Memorial day weekend, because it's always Memorial day weekend. But other than that, we don't know anything. Hmm. And I heard from some insiders that anything, any rumors that there were, Totally throw them out the window because they're going to go back to the drawing board and completely redo this schedule from what we've heard. Hmm. So, who knows what this is going to look like. Hmm. Well, it's uh, about time we needed to get on it. And uh, You think there's only, after this weekend, there's only five races left. Mm-hmm. Right. Not going to sell a whole lot of tickets. Hmm. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will for some of them. So we'll uh, be doing our NASCAR Pick'em uh, tomorrow yep. as we're in Talladega. Yeah. A wide world. Pick a name out of a hat, Travis. Wild, wacky world of Talladega. And 1 o'clock on Sunday. So yep. enjoy 
Just pick a name out of a hat. You have just as good of a shot as anyone. Right. That's the that's the difficult part here. Yep. This uh, super speedway. Yep. Might pick the guy with uh, Ricky Bobby paint scheme. Ooh, that's a good call. Game <laughs> first or last. But now i got to figure out who that was. So uh, Chase Briscoe. Yeah, there you go. No, Chase Briscoe had the old spice. He had the Cal Norton. Yep. And on social media, by the way, Stuart He's always Haas, on second place. So Stuart Haas Racing has been uploading different pictures of the two of them posing with the cars like Ricky Bobby, um, including there was one of Chase Briscoe. If you know Talladega Nights, Travis, I'm assuming you do. Oh, yeah. There's one of Chase Briscoe lying on the hood of the old Spice car, and it says, good old Mike, Mike Honcho. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. got his legs up and everything with a big smile. So mm-hmm. I like that they're 100% playing into it. Yeah, I like ahead. they're going all the way. <laughs> I mean, Stuart Haas Racing hasn't had a, had a lot of success this year. They don't have anyone in the playoffs. You might as well laugh about it and yeah. carry on. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> so. mm, looking forward to it. Also, heard a, a rumor, Travis. You want to hear a rumor? Uh, sure. A NASCAR rumor? Yeah. NASCAR rumor, supposedly there may be an Andretti racing in the truck series next year. Mm. Full time. Mm. That'd be Marco. Full time. Marco, who did some of the um, the SRX races and, in fact, was the SRX champion the, the, either the first or the second year. I can't remember. But mm. Yep. So be on the lookout for that. It's been a long time since I've seen the movie, so I had to look up Mike Hacho. Yep, yep. That was his performing name. <laughs> yes, in an adult magazine. Yes. <laughs> uh, such a such a classic. It is. I'll have to go go watch it. I have that on DVD. I, was say, I think it when those were Max when those are still a thing. Hmm. Was well, it everything? Well, soon enough. Hopefully. I know I saw it on, on one of my streaming channels. I can't remember which one. Well, it's the uh, one that you should have to oh, watch the Illinois watch game Illinois on Peacock. Saturday. It's Peacock. Yes. And Hulu, I guess. But Peacock is the one. Uh, I mean, it looks like you can get it on multiple ones. Yeah, it's one of those that I don't think it's on an exclusive. Peacock, Hulu, uh, Prime. So... There you go. There's multiple different avenues to watch Talladega Nights. Mm-hmm. So go and do it. Get it done. Get it done. Go not watch for, that Not first or last. Have a fun night. Well, I don't know about this evening. We got football to watch, Eric. We got Lions Packers oh, tonight. Yeah, I forgot about that. So no, no Talladega Nights. I no movie watch watching tonight. Um, let's see. The Packers are two-point underdogs. At home, at Lambeau Field. Hey, go Jerry Goff. Yeah. That's uh, so, uh, how we go with Detroit, minus two. Detroit, minus two, he says. Don't know about anybody for fantasy purposes besides Sam Laporta. He had a big week last week. But Oh, by the way, I something. can't believe I didn't bring this up, Travis. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to the Tennessee Smokies of uh, – the double-A team for the Cubs. They won the Southern League. Southern mm. League champs. Southern League champs. Hey, you got to look at something to cheer for, Travis, because the, the Major League team ain't doing it the past week. No. No. So, 
And we got a London game this week. We, well, we do. Mm-hmm. The uh, London Jaguars against the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. Host the Atlanta Falcons in Wembley. Wembley. And an alternate broadcast is going to be on Disney Plus oh, from Andy's room. Story. Oh, yep, don't from Andy's room. Remind me of that. <laughs> that dumb thing. Mm. Oh. I have to check in on that because the actual game is just exclusively on ESPN Plus. So all the pluses have the games this week. All sorts of streaming services have games that we want to watch this week. So we'll uh, be talking about Illinois versus Purdue battle for the Canaan on uh, tomorrow's show and a previewing that setting up the uh, sports spectacular by the Atlanta guys on a Friday's follow us. So, uh, and of course we'll preview all the high school football games as we enter week six as well. Rivalry week and homecoming week as well. So, uh, we'll be back for you tomorrow to do all that and our pick em games as well. So, uh, until tomorrow, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We're out of here. Peace.